Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the 5th Edition of Dungeons & Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. He looks at you, and it's literally like the old classic 80s cartoon where he looks at you, he looks at the keg in the corner, he looks at the wet floor line that beelines straight behind the bar, and then he looks at you, looks at the coin, and looks at the barrel, and looks behind the bar as uh, you look behind the bar, and you see a little drip of ale go up this spigot in the keg behind the bar. It literally defies gravity, pulls up and goes into the spigot. And he just slams his hand on the counter and takes the coin in his hand and kind of shakes it, you know, poignantly towards you and says, thank you for the information. Your food's on us. Honey, we've got cask imps again. And she just Ask goes, him. Ask him! And she gets, you know, she runs over to the side of the, the bar and grabs her broom and starts smacking things with the broom like she's seeing imaginary <laughs> things crawling everywhere. She's like, Get out of here, you Haskins! You nasty bastards! You're just trying to make everyone drunk without paying for it! Get out of here! And she, like, occasionally smacks a person on the head. Are you a Haskins? <laughs> And if anyone at the table would like to do a uh, perception check, I mean a uh, arcana check for Caskins, as we have this total out of, you know, out of character moment to make you feel like we're watching a a really good movie, as Theo goes Caskins, and she goes, oh, what buzz kills. Basically, Caskins are gray malkin that have been corrupted by their overindulgence in alcohol. Formed from the souls of those who waste their lives away indulging in alcohol. While their actions are not malicious, their obsession with drink still leads them to significant hurt to both themselves and those closest to them. Basically, you know for a fact the little bastards make people get drunk, and then they make drunk people do stupid shit. <laughs> like, you know, start fights in the morning while you're still hungover. Right. And, nice. uh... Basically, he must have been recently imported. <laughs> you random encounter I rolled earlier this morning about a tavern brawl with a with a casket. And you went to a bar, <laughs> so awesome. came into play. Okay, so uh, as as she's running around doing you know holy symbols in the air and smacking people with the brooms, you guys can totally finish your planning, and the casket is now on the on the on the hide. Because, yes, with uh, Theo's little roll, though, you know they can actually turn themselves into alcohol. 
That's awesome. That's how they have I'm it. such a drunkard, I can turn into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I see a future for you, Theo. Right? If so so he runs around doing stuff and doesn't take the gold coin? Oh, no, he definitely took the gold coin. He picked oh. it up and was shaking at you and then said, thank you for the information. And it's somehow in the process of yelling to his wife, the gold coin disappeared into one of his pockets. Right, right. But our food is paid for. But the food is paid for. Because <laughs> yeah. who knows how much trouble this casket imp could have caused. I mean, broken chairs yeah, and tables yeah. get expensive. Yeah, but we also gave him a goal. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I was going to snag it back if he had taken it yet and head out. <laughs> but that's all right. All right, let's get out of here while they deal with this mess. So like, go get cleaned up, put on. Well, she needs clean up, not us. Yeah. Well, we need to look like her muscle. I think I, I guess that already. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I do have a little green on my shirt, though. No, well. That's fine. It'll blend in with the other green. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool little character. <laughs> It's awesome. Thank you, Iron Kingdoms, for having comical, evil, dark fae. Right. <laughs> so uh, you guys head back to the uh, the, the hideout and, and uh, get get cleaned up and look like you're ready for business. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So by the time you come back around, the streets are a little more busy, a little more you know active. People are doing their thing. Carts are, are being set up to sell things, you know. You guys come back and you realize, obviously, the watch has had their change because the new watch guy mm -hmm. is really, really alert. He's giving people hand signs and he's making sure people keep their carts out of the thoroughfare. And traffic is moving because that's his one job. As uh, okay. you guys are coming back to the shop, you notice that... Uh, the same guy that was outside the door is just kind of hanging out at the corner there, smoking his pipe, leaning up against the wall. The one and that was, okay. Mm -hmm. The lookout. And uh, these yeah. guys are still over here playing uh, playing some kind of dice game. That's a hell of a dice game. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, of course, you've got the open sign on the door here. You know, things are open for business. Okay. Nice little gentleman comes walking out of the shop before you guys get too close, and he's like, I'm going to regrow my hair! <laughs> and he's rubbing, <laughs> rubbing the tonic goes, into uh, his forehead. Can we take a break real quick? Okay, I we can take a five-minute break for beverage, breakfast, or, or brew, whichever you need. Thank you. Be right back. For brew? I guess it's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> I mean, our, our folks in the East Coasty Landies, it's, it's totally noonish yeah. there. Not that no one... Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So D&D for you tonight, huh? Yep, I'm going to go get some D&D on. And apparently going to be next week. Uh, the, it's the... Didn't I post the time and location? It's the, the 910 at uh, Roadhouse. Oh, at Roadhouse, okay. Because I was seeing AMC 
apparently they have a giant dice oh, popcorn bin popcorn or a yeah. dragon bin you can get. <laughs> yeah, apparently the D21, a lot of people want it, but it is very flimsy, which it's plastic. It's it's a giveaway well, yeah. popcorn bucket. What do you expect? But they're yeah. like, it's really, really flimsy and melts in the car. So it's like, good to know. If, if you get one, nice. don't put it in the car. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's not meant to be like, you know, a keepsake or something. Yep. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically a toss away. All right, I'll be right back. All right. I'm back. Jim will be back shortly. Oh, that was perfect timing. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have been of assistance. <laughs> No, my 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 Lasix was knocking on the door pretty strongly and I'm like, Well So so thank you. You're most welcome. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> so you excited for the movie tonight? Oh, yes. Very much so. I am so jealous. Ah. It's been a long time coming. Finally, we're going to get something that actually has some decent, you know, do uh, the game proud. You know, <laughs> written by somebody who actually might have played the game, or at least knows right. a little bit about it. Yeah, you mean like actual D and D references and creatures and things like that, versus the other ones that yeah. didn't really have anything. <laughs> exactly. But we're just a fantasy game or fantasy mm -hmm. movie with the name D and D. Yep. I'm back. Oh, come on. It had a dwarf. <laughs> Actually, I did like the dwarf. <laughs> and it did have Richard O'Brien as the head of the Thieves Guild. Yeah. So, but, and, and Wayne's was hilarious. Come on, <laughs> the oatmeal carpet scene. The, that was brilliant. <laughs> it was a one shot. They couldn't film. It was <laughs> once and one and done, and it, they did it perfectly. I guess I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen the original D&D movie. But the rest of it was shite, although Gary Gagnac wow. was in the um, uh, the big, uh, you know, where all the uh, aristocrats and senators or whatever uh, it is. Senatorial. At the awards. Yeah. Gary Gagnac was one of them. Because, huh. of course, there's your first problem. You had a queen and you had a major mancy at the same time. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, much like uh, the City of Five Fingers, you have the issue of damn alchemists lighting the water on fire again. <laughs> <laughs> damn alchemists. Damn. Hey! Oh, <laughs> Led you yeah, down there. Hook, yeah, line, yeah. and sneaker. <laughs> Okay, so what master plan did y'all decide on as you walk out and you're, you're hearing the shriek of "task him" as you walk down the street? You got your plan already? 
Yeah, I think we're just gonna go in and uh, pretend to to, to peruse. Okay. Um, and then uh, just so we can get an idea of the uh, a little bit more of the inner um, area kind of thing. Okay, so you get the uh, the the last of the ringing of the uh, ten bells by the time you guys get back all casual, not rushing, because there's no need to rush. Echoing down the streets, the watch guys yelling to get keep people moving. Carts are doing their thing, you know. Got some big trollkin pulling some uh, hand carts, you know, doing the day labor and things. You guys come up to the shop, and when you open the door, there's a very oh, that's the wrong button. That is not the reveal area. That's the hide button. Let's reveal. <laughs> As you open the shop and you get the very familiar ding of a uh, merchant's bell on the door, this very large rotund human with very massive mane of hair. He's got long shoulder-length hair that's super thick and a very thick full beard. I mean, he's got that whole Rasputin look going, but very, very girthy gentleman. Very, very thick hair. It's like strangely thick, by the way. You, you, you immediately notice that, that his hair is like way thicker than it should be. As you walk in, he's got uh, some demonstrative, you know, alchemical equipment from an alchemist kit. You know, basically it's just the chemistry set part showing very fancily bubbles moving of different colors and water. And of course, Theo, you look at it and immediately know that this is a demonstration of water being boiled, but just different colored water. <laughs> Obviously, this guy's not spending any real money in this demonstration. He's just got something fancy to get people interested. And he says, come in, come in, and rises his hands up to welcome you in. A prospective customer. Ah, and a very lovely lady. He basically, you know, gives you the up and down look to uh, totally give an insight check on you. I mean, to totally take in your, oh, my God. <laughs> Well, do I have to roll my performance or something? Well, it depends what you're going to do. This Never is mind. Just him seeing you. And he basically is like, he, he kind of rubs his hands together of, ooh, a great noble ass. What may I do for you? Do you need a love potion? Or perhaps something to make your husband fall asleep early? And he, he rubs his <laughs> hand through his beard, you know, and gives you this look. Well, I actually heard some uh, chatter about this uh, establishment and that you have some very unique items for sale um, that don't necessarily – you can't necessarily find. But look at all this fancy equipment. Wow. This is just – I've never – this is just so fascinating, you know, even though I know it's, you uh -huh. know. Do I have to roll a performance or something? Uh, give me a performance as you begin your spiel. Okay. Come on, baby. He totally looks at your compatriots as they come walking through, especially when the troll king comes in and takes up the doorway. You know what? I'm going to use my inspiration. <laughs> okay. It's a good good off. time to use it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So... As this is the girliest you guys have ever seen Theo. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard for me not to talk shop too. So I'm trying to look like I'm like. So, what are the 
special items that only you sell. Well, I'm intrigued. There is a great list of things that only my great genius, and as he says, he rubs the sides of his belly, giving the, the greatness to his, 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 his girth as he does the, my greatness has invented many things from lands far and wide. I alone have returned from the empire of sin. And, you know, he basically pauses <gasps> to let you take Ooh. that in. And I, and I do, I do the, <gasps> I have returned with their great Iron Lich's secrets that only the Iron Lich's long age have allowed them to know. I have... What secrets would that be? And he's, he also he gets this bashful look. He's like, these secrets are mine alone to know, but yours for a small, small price to procure. Well, if I don't know what they are, how can I procure them? I mean... What if it's not something that I need? And he... I mean, I was under the impression this place is rather exclusive. Hence my peak. As says he, he definitely smiles at this. And then, oh, and you, you look around and say the place is small. It does yeah. seem small. Oh, but wait, do not allow the size of my shop to beguile its secrets. Allow me to introduce you to the secrets I know. And he, he's, he's doing this total showman bit where he's going to walk behind you guys to the door. And uh, out from under his little work, his alchemist's work apron, he procures some keys. A little, little ring of keys, but there's like eight or nine of them. And he proceeds to lock the door you came in. And uh... he says... So, and he, he totally looks at Callus's uh, rifle and the uh, very large trollkin with his interesting assortment of items and <laughs> says, I believe door number one is the one for you. And he, uh, he kind of reaches into a secret pocket. And I'm like, door number one? Hmm. A secret pocket that is not part of his ring, rings. And he proceeds to unlock the door. And says, uh, uh, allow me, if you would please take, and he points over to the table there, there's some glowing stones. If you would please take one of the glowing stones. We don't allow open flames in here, if you, if you understand. Um, uh, um, Callus, um, hold on, <laughs> I forgot the troll's name. Um, girl, girl, gar Gargosh. Gargosh. Gargosh, Callus, grab some stones. Or actually, I'm going to say, you and you, go grab some yeah. stones. I'm not going to use your names. Yep. It's like, because yep. I'm not going to deign to pick one up. As, Bring as, one for me as well, but oh. I will carry it. He proceeds to unlock one lock, and then you see him you know, reach into his ring of keys and un unlocks a second lock that you didn't even, barely even notice was in the door. And he says, come in, come in to... to my wares. And he holds the door open all dramatically with a hand out for you to, to walk in the room. Uh, oh, I was going to offer to go in before you as... Oh, okay. You're my... Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. Because you're my... You guys are my bodyguards. Exactly. And, and immediately when you walk in, you see the cabinets there are covered with jars. 
I mean, it looks like you're going into, you know, the, the World Health Organization's poison lab where they have all the different <laughs> poisons and chemicals, <laughs> all finely organized and we're talking obsessively, compulsively stacked. The, 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 when you see the little signs, he's got little numbers. There, there's no names, but numbers on everything. Are we talking OCD Oops. level where all the labels are exactly in the same yes. lined up? And... Yep. Okay. And uh, each counter has a uh, little stone like you have uh, in your, your minion's hands. And he says, rub, rub the stones and they will grow brighter. And there's a little stone on top of each one of the cabinets giving dim light. But, of course, he, he wants you to rub the stones because those are also for sale. As you rub the stones, I'm assuming... Is this uh -huh. something that I'm familiar yeah. with, these stones? Yeah, it's just basic al a alchemical uh, light stone, like a glow rod from D&D. &D. Yeah. It's, it's a simple thing to Ooh. make if you have the right ingredients and, you know, skill set. I'll rub, I'll rub this stone. And as soon as you do, it, it <laughs> glows to life, you know, with one quick rub as if it was like torchlight in here. So this room gets really bright. So it's something that I would have seen. Yeah, it's it's something that as an alchemist you're just like, oh, second year. Good. But would uh, an aristocrat necessarily have seen? They may have seen them if they have a house alchemist, because this is a great way to make light without having the danger of blowing shit up. Ah, right. okay. See, so, oh, like miners love these things because they don't blow methane pockets up, but they don't tell you there's poison gas because they don't dim. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, ooh. He, he gestures to the, the, the shelves, and he basically tells you, here's the hair-growing tonic, the sleeping tonic, the wicked dream tonic, if you want to wake up in sweats. And he winks at you, Theo, you know, beguilingly. What is it that our mistress would want? Well, I'm looking for something really exclusive. And he's, Something he, that none of the other ladies will have. Strokes his beard, and he's like, "You have, you have interest. You have perked my curiosity, my lady. What, what specifically are you thinking you need to accomplish with my potions, concoctions, elixirs, and alchemical genius?" Well, let's just say my family has arranged. A marriage for me that I'm none too keen for. And if it were, say, to not take place due to, you know, an unfortunate, perhaps untimely, you know, end for said fiancé, um, but not your typical I mean, that that would help. As he gives you this long stare, he's, you can totally hear in his brain he's asking, you're not a cop, are you? <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. His insights suck. <laughs> as, I'm going to poke at a bottle. And, and he's like, sir, 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 please, please do not touch the merchandise. You don't know what you're touching. That could be explosive. Ooh. It's like, troll, troll. You're here for one purpose only. And, and he, I'm going to. Oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to look chastised and walk back closer to her. <laughs> Howdy face troll. As, as he looks at you and Theo and says, so, so if I'm to understand this correctly, you're looking at something that will uh, perhaps g give your prospective husband doubts or perhaps find you unattractive. There is there is a potion that if you drink one, no, he no, drinks the no, other, you no, will find your kisses no, repulsive. No, no. <laughs> I'm looking something a bit more definitive. And, and, and when you say that, and your eyes probably, you know, squint, his eyes kind of mirror yours and get this sinister look. And, and, and I kind of like delicately kind of like take my finger under my chin and just kind of, you know, caress in a single swipe across my chin, but not directly looking at him. Ooh, the just caress. But definitive. And, and you, know, you say that, he, 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 he kind of, you know, gets kind of dark and fruity look for a second there, and then just says, my lady, you have you have depths and levels like a dark storm cloud. I huh. approve. And he basically gestures to kiss your hand, if you will allow him. He doesn't like force it upon you, but does he? Do, do you let him kiss your, just, your just hand? Just like like the the barest like a finger towards, you know, just. Mm. But as he get it gets a little too close, I'm like, mm, I just pull kind of a little away. I'm like. You understand that I need to maintain a certain amount of anonymity. And I, I, link, I believe we, we have come to an understanding. Uh, if, if your gentleman would follow me, you need room number two. Room number two? And Is room number two a bit more definitive? Uh, yes, those are for the clientele that usually only need to procure items once, unless they were so impressed with the first time they need to do it again. And he gives you well, this one wide smile tell. as he gestures towards the uh, trollkin to to head back into the the area here first, so he makes sure you don't touch anything. <laughs> well, and plus, you know. That way I have before I head in, and then yeah. as he, he as he follows you guys and gestures that you can leave the stones on the table and comes over to this door that's got three different locks that he unlocks. And then you see him reach up to the door frame, and uh, I'll totally give Callus with his passive perception. You see him click something. You totally think he's disarming a trap or an alarm or something. Okay. And when he opens the door, it's nice and bright in that room. Ah. Huh. So bright, I have to well, reveal. As uh, he proceeds to hold the door open again for you guys, he says, Welcome to my room of definitive concoctions, elixirs, and tonics. <laughs> uh, sorry. 
Okay. Somebody, he gestures. Troll, troll, you have to go past. As he basically, as the troll walks by him, he says, "Now, please, sir, sir troll, please do not touch anything that may kill all of us and merely annoy you. There are many dangerous <laughs> things that could harm your lady." I, I smile a little bit as 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 he says that. As uh, he he then proceeds to so follow this one you had guys. a door though. Yeah, this there, one there we was don't see definitely a door. a door there. Yeah. As he comes yeah. in here and there's you know a, a large assortment of different things, including some animal specimens in here, of of dead preserved animals. Like and from what you're seeing, it's probably this is the creature that this poison is derived from, and he just this professional. Curios keeps the the actual taxidermied little little versions of them, or at least their implement of death. Because you never know when you might need a taxidermied stinger, you know. Oh look, it was an accident. <laughs> As he says, are you needing poisons and toxins that are ingested, breathed, at gestures towards your friend's rifle, injured, or touched? Well, um, something that can coat a sharp object would be very beneficial, but as a preventative measure, perhaps something that would induce Sleep of a very, very deep kind. Ah. But not so deep as to be forever. Because I do have plans for possible contingencies. I have a very special type of potion that you can use to make sure that your friend sleeps through the night soundly before you even enter his chambers if you make sure to give it to him properly. Will one of your assistants be administering the secret ingredient to his beverage? Well, I'm not one to get my Hands dirty, let's say. But I have very talented staff. So I can provide you, and he goes over, and you, you see him actually go to the shelf. But then he gives he he does this. Uh, give me an insight check, someone. Insight. Yep. Let's see. I'm only plus one, guys, so if anyone has a better... I'm looking here. Give me a second. Minus one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Minus one insight, so you're better than us. Okay, then I will roll an insight. Ooh, not bad. Nice. As you totally see, he's being obtuse with his searching for the different vials. He's totally putting on a show for you. You're totally getting this the showmanship angle that he's basically taking his time going through things, uh, trying to, to, to get more information out of you. 
And uh, finally, he basically uh, gives you this this one message of, so is uh, what what species is uh, your perspective? Not that I am I would presume. Okay, because of course I know that uh, uh, you know the aristocrats like um, well, of course they're what's the Sinigan human? They're human. Yeah, I know, but like, but I'm not going to just say human. I'm going to oh, say, where's my, say I'm going to scroll down. It's a, there it is. Of course, the Signarian. Of course, of course. And he, 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 he does. Oh, wait a minute. No, they're not the ones that are descended from royalty. It's the other ones. Uh, what's the other, I think it starts with the R is the, I'm trying to remember the. They're very French. Oh, okay. It's a Frenchman? <laughs> no, no, like their names, which is I, why I chose a Devereux as my... Okay, um, so he goes, of course, of course, I I apologize. And he, okay, we'll just say, yeah, they're, they're of course, the Signatian. And, and he goes to this chest that uh, he does this weird finger thing to the keyhole, obviously deactivating some kind of booby trap. And puts the key in and opens this this very large intricate chest that of course Theo would love to own because it's basically an alchemical kit as well as a steamer chest. You know, it's one of those old classic steamer chests that open up. And so my ooh, I'm impressed. Tone is actually real. As he, he stops to glance back and says, "Yes, that's impressive." My large chest is very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, he pulls out a, uh, a vial it's it's an interesting shaped vial because it's wide enough that one could fit a dagger in but not very thick so it only holds a few doses as he holds this this very dark almost black reddish liquid and says this is something of my own creation I have coined Ooh. it Remel's Embrace uh, it is a alchemical sleeping poison that will render its victim unconscious for many, many hours. I do believe almost 20 hours was the record for the longest dose. The minimum was at least three. However, I will warn you that if you handle your victim roughly, that they may wake. Three to 20... And how am I going to be guaranteed that it will be last long? I mean, why only three? I mean, really, is that the best you can do for assurance? Well, I, I the minimum three was of my test subjects, of the strongest of them. Hmm. However, I will warn you that sometimes... Those that are strong in stamina can sometimes resist the sleeping effects and then merely take poisoning damage. So unless you're willing to have someone accidentally die, I would not recommend dosing them with this. But it's only on the, the rare strong folks that, that resist the condition to sleep. Hmm. 
Some would call so. it an allergic reaction. Like when one is stung by a bee, one does not know until they've taken it. So the embrace could just put them to sleep, or it could kill them. Such is life. Well, I mean, but it's not, death is not guaranteed. Is that my understanding? Oh, that, that is correct. It would, not, it would not guarantee death. It would just mm. give them some, some horrible, and he, he kind of gestures to his rotund belly, some, some horrible damage to their humors. Now, the beauty mm. of this is it can be both ingested, and he opens and kind of wafts the jar in your direction, and you can smell this pungent smell. Oh. Or oh. injected into the body via a knife or weapon. Oh. Now, uh, out of uh, her, her performance, the Remmel's Blade Resmin is different from this stuff. Yep, that's totally something this different. This is the... That's uh, like a, uh, and that remnant permanently poisons a blade, but it breaks down in blood. Yep. So basically, it lets it. it pay, normally, a poisoner would poison, and they have to use. You know, they pour poison on the blade, stab someone, poison them, and it's it's done. But when you poison the blade, you have a limit basically till the end of the encounter to use that game mechanics left. So there's no. Yeah. This so basically, that poison will stay on there until it gets put into somebody's body. Exactly. So once when and you then put it on the weapon, it would it have hardens, to be reapplied. And you never have to reapply it. So, like, anyone who ever wants to use poisons would love this shit because you always have a weapon set to poison on its first attack. Yeah. Hmm. This is like because basically I'm trying to. It's like I want to do both kind of thing, but because like if I marry the supposed guy, I could kill him after he, you know. (laughs) But I don't have to sleep with him if I put him to sleep, (laughs) type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, think about it, because then she could inherit the fortune. I'm totally channeling a girl from uh, my finishing school. <laughs> That's totally what uh, 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 Theo is uh, channeling. Girl named Isabeau. <laughs> I'm totally, totally channeling her. Um, and she would totally do this type of shit. Um, so, okay, I'm going to basically try and uh, – um, oh. Well, I'm very, very interested. But um, now, if we were to say also perhaps use a direct approach um, that, but I can't be guaranteed. There, I, I was under the impression that you also have something that has a bit more staying power with you know, in the event that one does not know exactly when one can strike, um, a certain blade or so can be prepped ahead of time, but not worry about, say, you know, uh, wearing off and in the interim and when one does not know a specific timeline or so i have been led to believe and he totally gets what you're saying give me a deception check as you sense his eyes keenly are watching every motion you make when you mention that okay he's not openly marketing that item 
Oh, he's not. And to which he will say, who exactly informed you that I have such a thing? Twenty two, baby. <laughs> Basically, it's like, well, my friend Isabel. Well, well, her name doesn't really matter. Actually, has like one of those house alchemists. <laughs> As he rolls, mind on. you. <laughs> so she actually has one of those house alchemists, and she heard from him. That there's somebody who doesn't play, who, who who has things that are not available to other alchemists that can do this type of thing. And I guess he was really, really jealous or pissed or, or you know, I guess it was quite upsetting to them. But it got me thinking that that type of thing could help me in my current predicament if you take my meeting. I mean, one does – securing one's legacy can be very challenging. Now, if I marry this guy, you know, this this, this man, and I kill him after the fact, I could, you know, get my – basically my dowry back as well as secure however i have yet to meet the gentleman and oh, depending on and i have heard some things mind you that one does not really want to spend personal time uh with this gentleman from what i've heard okay so that being said this way if i knock the the guy out and then i can just take care of him or not but you never know how long these parties last i mean my goodness come on you know and, and you it's know like this point. just the toasts alone you, can take forever you you notice that he is just absolutely enraptured with every word you say because this, this is his third natural one he's rolled Poor bastard. <laughs> and, and he seems absolutely adoringly staring at you. Like you are the he... most precious, amazing thing ever. And he says, well, first, and he, of course, goes over to one of the cabinets and pulls a uh, nice little five-dose bottle out and says, you, my dear, and he, he, he gestures for your hand and he puts the bottle in your hand. It's about the size of a drinking flask. You must make sure to bring this with you at all times. A dose what is this? will guarantee that this beast will not be capable of laying his hands upon you, if you know what I mean. This will, of okay. course... Is this that embrace you were talking about? No, no. This, this is something different, and it's totally safe for people of the opposite sex to drink. So if, oh. if he wishes to have his way with you, dose your wine with this, and then have him drink from it... And he will not have the weapons of war needed to besiege you, if you understand. Oh. Thereby protecting your virtue. Oh. But, again, that's not quite what I was, you know, say, 
shopping for? Oh, oh, of, of, of course not, of course not. But this, this will of course. But this does give you virtue. I, 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 I just, I just feel overwhelmingly concerned for your virtue, and this will keep his hands off of you, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do. <laughs> but I, I am looking for. I mean, unless, unless what she, it, it, unless what Isabel said overheard was incorrect. Oh no, I have a. Uh, and he, he immediately gestures for you guys to, to make a path to the table out in the entryway there. And he proceeds to uh, grab a handful of vials and, and, and says, follow me, follow me, and please, troll, do, do not touch. As he goes to the table and he you know opens some drawers and pulls some things out, and he pulls out a little tray and a glass stirring stick and says, this, this is exactly what I, I think you need. It is a special item that I have mastered and procured from across the ocean. This is, is something that is known merely as blade resin. And he pulls out oh. this vial, and then he pulls out another little vial next to it. of, of bright So he stores it up front? <laughs> no, no, no. He, he brought it from the cabinet. Cause oh, he's okay. setting up the display to show you how this works. And he takes this, this blue poison. He doesn't tell you exactly what it is, but he says, this blade resin is an alchemical substance that allows for retention of the efficiency of poisons on a blade weapon. And he kind of like reaches down and pulls out a, a dagger that's in one of the drawers. And you can clearly see it's got a blade, it's got a blood groove that you totally would use for a poison channel. And he says, I'm sorry, what does that mean? Oh, does that mean it doesn't go away? Yes, traditionally, my, my, my dear lady, my dear lady, I, I understand. Traditionally, a poisoner would dip their blade in a poison scabbard or apply the poison directly if only, and he, he looks totally at your, your two thugs, only if they had the proper skill to not poison themselves by accident, as, as happens much more often than, you, than you'd think. Never. Poison something really? and stir the glass with your finger, then with your finger. You would be amazed <laughs> how many apprentices I've lost by that. Oh, dear. Well, when one takes this blade resin and each each one of my vials for a low 30 gold, my dear, uh, are allow you to add a poison to them. And then when you mix them together, and he takes this blue liquid and pours it in with the resin and mixes it, you clearly see the resin turns from an amber to a blue-amber mix. You have exactly one minute after mixing them to apply to your weapons. And he totally pours it out of the container really quick and, gl and glazes the blade with the glass stick. And, and he, he gives it a slight of breath. And then after, you know... 60 seconds, you see what he poured out of the jar turns into a glob pile, and what he glazed on the knife becomes this almost imperceptible sheen on the steel. Ooh. And this, as he, he blows on it and he totally does the whole sham now demonstration, you know, this allows the poison to remain potent and usable for many, many days afterwards. Oh. So how long does it last? 
Uh, it, it could last up to a month, I believe. <gasps> I really a wouldn't month. recommend poisoning the blade and leaving it on for more than then, because unfortunately, one never knows after more than a few nights where their weapon may end up. But the resin will dissolve the second it comes into contact with almost any species' blood. Unfortunately, I know from experience, but if you, you, you stab an undead with this, it will do nothing. As it does require living blood to activate it. But from Trollkin to Gobber, I have not seen a living, breathing species that it does not work on. Oh. Oh. Well. All right. Okay. This, of course, because of course, I cannot purchase at this time. However, I will send along in two weeks' time, mind you, I'm going to send along a servant who will have, and I like whip out a a card with a fake symbol on it, you know, okay, that will have one of these. And they will also have the required amount of gold for both this wonderful blade resin as well as that embrace. And the other item as well, the, uh, um, the, uh, uh, Oh, no, he, he gave you that <laughs> flask. He's giving you that. Oh, oh, he gave me that. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. giving you that <laughs> flask of five doses of uh, anti... Uh, and a, a, not only will they have the required sum, but they will have an additional for your, for your discretion and for your kindness. And I put my hand just gently, just the the barest whisper of a fingertip upon his hand, you know, so delicate. It's like, for your kindness and discretion and, in this matter. And he totally blushes because his natural... And I'm, and, and I'm, and I'm kind of like looking side to side at that door to make sure that nobody is, you know, it, like because there's going to be at least a window. No, it's no, like, there just, are no windows. That's the creepy place. Oh, there are no show. windows yeah. at all. It's like, because mind you, of course... I could not take care of such delicate matters close to certain events that would be happening. As you understand, one can't be seen to, you know, have cause. One has to have, you know, a certain amount of distance. Is this acceptable you to you, fine sir? Oh, th this is very acceptable. And he does the, the quick math in his hands, and he's like, so for the resin, it's useful for up to five doses of poison. So are you wishing to have five doses of Remel's Embrace? Well, I think it can serve, you know, other purposes in future, so yes, I would. And, and he does the math really quick, and Basically lets you know that it would be about 600 gold would be a fair price. And even though, I mean, I'm not going to scoff. Yeah, you because totally of course, know. I come from family. Pretty he's, you know. he's actually cutting you a discount, you're thinking. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and one final suggestion. from uh, You may have heard it from your our mutual friend. But if you use the blade resin, may I recommend 
hairpins are a deliciously great way to use the poison with the resin. Oh. So that oneself can be protected at all times. I do love a good hatpin. I really do. <laughs> I have some vintage ones that are fabulous. <laughs> so did he set the blade down on the counter? Uh, he did set the blade down on the counter. And I was like, I cannot thank you enough for your discretion and kindness, good sir, Master Remmel. While she's talking, I will pick up the blade and start inspecting it. Would you be so kind as to escort me from your... Just so that I know that I'm in good hands. And and are you doing... You, Chol, open door. Are you secreting the knife, or are you blatantly just picking it up and looking at it? No, I'm inspecting it in front of him. Okay. And I kind of, kind of, not hard, but kind of brush it against, like, run it across the table, kind of cut the edge a little bit and look and see, you know, if it How? comes off on the edge. Yes, it, look it for my servant roughly to be as five. As he, he, he looks around, he's like, excellent, excellent. And and I can only say one of two things, my dear lady. That one, the greatest gift will be to get to see you again. And he totally, totally just running his hands in his belt and, and looking, you know, trying to do the statuesque pose. And two, upon gaining your household's control, if you ever need a house alchemist, I have come to odds with the Golden Crucible and would be more than willing to take position in your household as your personal house alchemist. Ooh, my own house. Oh, that sounds lovely in many ways. Yes, I'm, I coo. I uh, think that that would be, you know, there, there, there may be a coup in the near future. So, thank you. <laughs> and as he told me to open the door, I'm going to try and open the door through the lock, although I doubt I'm strong enough. The, the actually, door but... is very sturdy. When you do the whole chink chink of the door, you, you oh, notice mm -hmm. that it is chow, very chow, sturdily chow, locked. Chow. And he just says, oh, oh, one moment. I have a, a, a only one door open at a time policy. And he proceeds to go back here and How lock this door. wise of you. And, and then proceeds to come over and uh, invite you all towards the door before he starts unlocking. <laughs> Actually, I just moved your, your thug and not, not him. <laughs> right. Where did he go? Where did he go? He's underneath you he's somehow. Oh my he's God. underneath you. He's in, he's, oh, that's creepy. Get off me, get off. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? I do not know. As, as once you all are gathered, he proceeds to, to unlock and you see him do the same gesture. Oh, he nigh sniper. As he reaches up to the door and clicks clicks something and then begins unlocking the locks and opens the door for you and gestures for your 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 bodyguards to go first to make sure things are safe. And um, he does whisper 
to the uh, sniper who seems to be the silent, dangerous type, to please protect your lady. I would oh. be bereft <laughs> if anything happened to her. I'll just give him a little grin and nod. And I, uh, as I exit the building, I give him a, 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 a like one of those. I take my hand fan and just kind of hide my uh, my mouth, but like the flutter with just my eyes going. And you can obviously see the thank you in them. And, and he just makes this giddy schoolboy sigh <laughs> that comes out of his. What ears. is my? Hold on, I gotta see what is my charisma. I don't know. Hey, hey, I'm a 13, so that's not bad. Whatever look you're sporting is apparently the look that those natural ones say is what he (laughs) – it's his his thing. Good Lord, Jim. There might be this hint of alchemical chemicals on you that that he sees as the most potent perfume ever. (laughs) Three natural ones. Yeah, no, that's terrible. You are his kryptonite. But on top of it, with my uh, natural twenty on everything, the uh, deception was really good, and my performance wasn't shabby. I mean, you, you know, when you leave and he closes the door and puts his back to the door and sighs like a a young adult rom com, he's gonna go. <laughs> the only thing that would make her more beautiful would be a gas mask and apron. <laughs> and I have them. <laughs> to see them later tonight. <laughs> oh, in his dreams, you'll be wearing them and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. There's nothing worse than the gas mask when it gets all fogged up. But this way, we don't have to have the money ahead of time. Oh, no, we yeah. can just, you know... Yeah, but we don't need the product. We need the... Yeah, we need the... But this way, he's not expecting me to shop right this moment. Right. So... No, no, that's yeah. That was my uh, intents and purposes of... Yeah. Uh, and we know a thing or two about his outer security. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some of the inner security. Yeah. He's got quite a bit of uh, stuff going on, so... Lots of traps, lots of uh, locks. Yep. Um, it's all right. We can deal with that. Who would have said an alchemist would have magic traps on his stuff? Why would you leave <laughs> Gee, poison I on wonder. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better than putting knockout contact poison on something, and then you come in in the morning and find the thief passed out on the ground. <laughs> Too funny. Don't worry, I have just... Like, yeah, I pulled it off! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as you guys leave, you totally know that the... uh, The the scale shivs out there are still still doing their little watch thing. And uh, quick question. Do either of you guys have any of your gang affiliation flair on? Oh my god, why am I only rolling (laughs) ones?! Wow. Finally, finally, <laughs> instead of us rolling all of them. What are the odds? I have rolled four crap. ones in a row. All I can say, don't go to the casino. <laughs> 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 uh, 
As needless to say, that lookout is oblivious to the three of you as you walk out. He's totally flirting some flower girl merchants, you know, and she's put t- trying to talk him into all the different flowers. And he's oblivious to you guys. <laughs> Worst yeah, so lookout ever. Yeah, it didn't matter that I had it like emblazoned on a neon sign on my forehead. <laughs> he still missed it. But but I was just asking, uh, out of character, of course, do you guys have any of your gang affiliation stuff to to pop your collar and show off if if you had an interaction? Well, not my uh, current uh, ensemble. Not in your disguise. That's why I was asking the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have it somewhere, but not active. Okay, so something that would be like visible. a uh, check of 15 or higher to spot. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So that way you can tug on it to advertise when the moment's needed. Right. You know, but, like your Illuminati pin. Yeah. For what? I don't even remember what we ended up with for our group name. Uh, wait a minute. Hold it. Didn't we? Um, Hold on. Let me see if I wrote it down. So as, I did that, not. as your secondary mastermind is looking, where are you guys heading? No, I didn't write it down. Um, are we heading back until the evening, or? Well, I think we have to uh, definitely uh, lay low, and maybe we can do a uh, um. Yeah, I'm thinking that we should try and go in from the. But we we should know to expect traps. Yeah. But I think we're, we're the, was the large chimney living. still going? Uh, no, the large chimney, uh, it, it just had like a faint heat waft coming up, but no colored smokes of any kind coming out of that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing that's his shop slash living quarters probably. Yeah, because he's probably um, – maybe we should watch it to see if he goes out in the evening. Ooh. You know, because <clears throat> maybe – if he has a tendency to visit certain establishments, then maybe. Yep. Um. You know, one of those so would be. Yeah. Pop in, but yeah. But also, there are indications he has a guardian warjack back there. <laughs> Good. I mean, the door, the wall being taken out, and. Yeah, could be a multiple things, but yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely wander back towards shop closing time and observe to see if he leaves at closing or if he just stays there. Uh-huh. But, and then later in the evening, make our way in from the back to the roof. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean... If we if he has a tendency to go out a certain time every night, you know, then that might be the best time uh, to strike. Yep. So or if he just leaves tonight, we go. Now, are all three of you coming back? Are you sending your henchmen? How how are you going to keep watch on the shop? I think the henchmen. You have you do probably have, you because do have some scamps to, that you can send on jobs. Don't forget. Well, because specifically we have been there twice today, so we don't necessarily want to call too much attention to ourselves, right? As you're, I'm just saying. As you're, you're totally saying that as you're walking down the street, 
and you hear no. in bar someone screams, Taskin! And they're sweeping <laughs> out of the bar entryway. And you, you, you can only wonder if that's the imp or if that's just more brew they're wasting by knocking over casks. <laughs> Obviously, they now know where that ship captain got them a deal on those casks that he sold them. Exactly. I wonder how many other places in town. It's like wander, walk by, and kind of glance in, like, huh, alrighty. <laughs> you got drunks outside trying to scoop the the, the gutter ale into their cup. <laughs> okay, so uh, so are we talking sending a competent one, or just you know some of your street scamps? Um. What do you guys think? A competent one, probably, because there yeah. are. We do know that there is the, the um, thugs, the thugs hang about there. So we wouldn't necessarily want somebody who's going to be obvious. Yeah. 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 So some uh, fairly confident ones will hang, waiting for word. I mean, were there? Street scamps in that neighborhood. Oh when yeah, we went yeah, through? yeah. And Five Fingers, you see the occasional, you know, street urchin everywhere. So they would not be out of place at all. No, they 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 would totally blend in. I mean, unless unless the watch is paid to move them out of the way, usually they're they're pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Just because I I think the the. Um, the street gang would be more watching for competent professionals than the street rats. Sure. Okay. That's all good. Fine. I Fine. could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. So it's more more expendable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can always get more street street rats. You just got to put a sign that says free food or candy. Or get a girlfriend. <laughs> God bless you. Bless you. Okay, so you guys, you know, you go back to the base until one of the the hirelings go do their thing, and they're like, you got a boss. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, for them, I'm rolling 19. For them, I'm rolling 19. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We've broken the curse. Your your guy will totally come back and give you information that – Another one took his place, so he could come back and give you guys a report that uh, the shop closed, but he never left the shop from what he could see. Okay. Are you sure he didn't leave the shop invisibly? Because he did go invisible for a bit there. He he changed the placard, took the placard off its you know hanging spot, and put the the clothes sign out, and then went back inside and uh, haven't seen anything since. Okay. I mean, it could be that he does late hours, or you know, he's he sleeps in there, or he's got a secret way in and out. Probably a combination therein. I'm just I saying. Just living there. So, sneak in, we but I bet you anything, he does have a secret way in and out. Maybe the the smokestack. It's secretly an elevator. <laughs> um. Are there is there a sewer system? Oh yeah, the five fingers has got are? a huge, massive sewer system. It's dangerous. Should we do shit. an investigation of the sewer system in this area to see if 
a possible entrance. I mean, there literally are alligators in the sewers here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if I really want to go play in the sewers, but no, but I just say we go in and deal with them. I mean, do we have to keep them alive? They just want the material, right? They just want the, re- well, the they, recipe. They want the formula. Right. Didn't say much about what he had to be, right? Exactly. Uh, are you kidding? If they got rid of him, I'm sure that they would, if we got rid of him, it wouldn't necessarily be a uh, unhappy occurrence for the... Uh, because I'm sure that they 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 would be more than happy not to have him rocking the boat, to, uh, you know, on a regular basis. Right. I mean, it might be a little bit of a fight, but I think we could take him. Of course we could. He's only an alchemist. Hey! <laughs> wow. What's wow. the worst thing can happen? Wow. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. But I think, uh, I mean, what we need is going to be in that other area. I'm sure it's where he's going to keep all of his material or, you know, his. Uh, yeah, the area that we didn't Formulas get and all that stuff. Yeah, so. You clearly did not see any actual workshop where the stuff is made. Right. Now, possibly he's got a bedroom up in that top corner to the left and. Mm-hmm. You know, the shop's down here in this area, and we sneak in quietly and maybe sneak sneak out and don't have to interact with them. But if he does, I mean, you know. So, uh, and yeah. The and rolling, he should be an easy to pick. Knock <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on wood, now that you said that, though. Right? 20, 20, 20. <laughs> Bart Alec. <laughs> yeah, see, nineteen. Yeah, but that was for us. Yeah, but that was for us. Yeah, yeah. But that means he started rolling. No. For us, so see, it's no, it's it's the mm. it's fates are in our favor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm definitely wearing my gas mask tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. At least that's what he said. <laughs> Leave the petticoat on and put on the. <laughs> yeah. So up to you guys. I mean, good is there, but I don't know. I mean, the sewer is an option. I've got a map of the sewer now. I mean, I just don't know that. But I it mean, would probably whether it's coming be in from the top dangerous. or bottom. Kind of the same, I think. Well, we know that there's an entrance from the top. We we suspect there's an entrance from the bottom, but we don't mm-hmm. know. And we know that he blocked off those other ones for definite. He's he is hypersensitive about security. He came from yeah. the Empire of Sin. I mean, there's undead freaking liches and power armor suits over there. I mean, there's good reason to be paranoid there. Right. Yeah. There's, well, there's I mean... incorporeal player characters there. That's a that's a suck when a ghost can just walk through a wall. <laughs> so yeah, I say we take a nap and then, you know. Jump in late night. Well, mm-hmm. hold it. They they were checking it out the first night, so this would be we would be going back the next night. Uh huh. That's fine. 
So, yeah. Okay, I'm down with it if you guys are. Make it happen. Hey, what's the worst that could happen? Absolutely. <laughs> As we roll up new characters in Lexi's life. What? Is my what happened philosophy. to your gang? They retired. <laughs> we don't have retirement. I know. <laughs> do we want to bring in Do we want to bring an urchin to drop down the smokestack first to check for traps? <laughs> Wow, no. Except for the fact that they're not going to be able to, you know, have a chance of. That's the point. They would just set it off, and then he would know. That's yeah, the that's point. a good point. Because you have them so, set off the trap, so the trap is now set off. So. Yeah, but it would also bring him. Yeah, now I've got plus six sleight of hand and stuff like that for. Okay. Lock picks and thieving and stuff. So. You can go first. <laughs> Um, I have plus two to stealth. So I'm plus six to yeah. stealth. I've oh, got good. two to stealth or so zero to stealth. Sending... <laughs> well, we know who we're sending down first. Yeah. It's yeah. Alice. <laughs> like I said, I sneak to places and then I snipe things. Yeah. And we appreciate that. We love that about you. It, it, yeah, it's one of your best features. Sometimes you have to unlock some doors to get to a good sniper spot. So, you know. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, okay. so yeah. So, we'll wait until, like, you know, after midnight. Figuring probably asleep by then. Okay. He doesn't leave. So, you guys are heading back. The, the lamps are all glowing. They're, they're, they're in pretty golden or creepy green glow, depending on the lamps in the part of town. Oh, I totally want to steal those little... Uh, Glow rocks. Um, glow rocks. Well, that's in a whole part we may never go to. Yeah. So, unless you and you can make those, house. can't you? Why well, I I know how to make them, baby. You do not have that recipe yet. Oh. I don't have yeah. that recipe yet, but as uh, you guys are walking down, I mean, it is a party town, so you're you're seeing like little groups of of drunkards doing their things, singing and cheering. You know, you come back and there's very low traffic in this area because it's mostly shops. So, so once the shops yeah. close down, except for the taverns and the uh, open late, you know, inns, it's pretty pretty quiet, which is good. You guys okay. get we stagger our tra travel too. We're not like you know, together. Okay, so so you're 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 splitting up, staggered apart. Yeah, just you know. All within eye and ear sight of each other, but oh, staggered in. Here I was going to say, you split the party? No. <laughs> no. You're walking no. the dark streets at night, you split the party? Excellent. No. You guys come up, and you can clearly see that there's a, a new watch guard out there. He's uh, drinking some, some warm beverage that he's got in a little thermosy deal. Clearly under the lamplight, so he's got a nice safe circle of you know light here to protect his, himself. And uh, he's he's basically giving polite nods to people as they walk by. You, uh, how are you guys coming around the corner-ish? I mean, are you walking past or? Is the troll purposely all tall and straight? I, I actually <laughs> stretched him out trying to get the merchant out from underneath him and never really fixed him. 
So what's our plan for getting, I mean, uh, there's no building that is directly next to it that we can just jump off that roof onto there is roof. The, the, so it's a standalone. Close. You could try to do that. Yeah. It would be a difficult athletics jump. Yeah. So okay. we would yeah. have to basically climb up. Somebody's going to have to climb up and then drop a rope kind of thing. So I yeah. assume we're going to want to do that from the alley side. Yes. And don't forget, you do have a tall trochan that could totally give somebody a boost. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like straw by I mean, yeah, and totally. like uh, the officer kind of just not making eye contact or anything, just you know, a little nod and then we'll stroll on over and then dart over into here. So uh, I'm sorry. Um, we took over a day. This is the second night. Yep. Yeah. Because. Okay, so can I have my bardic inspiration back? Yep, you you are yeah. all all of you are all max hit points, max spells, everything you've been chilling at your headquarters. Okay, taking back. Yeah, like proper, so... like proper villains. Okay, so is Callus uh, attempting to conceal that he's in the alleyway? By the way. Yeah, I kind of dart in. Give me, give me a stealth check as you dart in to see if the watch guy can see you zip into the alleyway. That seems to be pretty good. He doesn't seem to react to you, like, skulking off into the alleyway. Okay. I mean, if you and the troll are having a tryst in the alleyway, that's between you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't judge. And that's a good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CPPN to never miss a show or stream. <laughs>